Today is the 28th of February, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me tell you that each episode follows a really simple pattern of scripture, prayer, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start today's episode, don't forget you can download the script for today's episode. There's a link in our show notes. If you click the link, you'll be able to download the PDF. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, um, we have a Give, Send, Go giving page. The link is in the show notes as well. And if you want any more information about me or the podcast, visit our website. Again, the link is in the show notes. Let's start today's leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Thank you, God. You are so good to us. Your love is steady and it does not falter, unlike our own. You are faithful and true, even when we are not. Forgive us for when we step over the line in our relationship with you and with others, hurting those we love and those we don't. Forgive us also when we don't step over the other line, that we fail to be thankful and to share gratitude. How often we jeopardize our connection with you and with our loved ones by not sharing a good word or by not putting that gratitude into action. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and for what you do. Help us to speak about and to act upon your perfect gifts, your wonderful works, every day in ordinary places. This we pray in the name of the one who was and is your most perfect gift, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 2 Timothy 1.7 God didn't give us a cowardly spirit, but a spirit of power, love, and good judgment. How do we respond to the call of a gracious God? That's been the theme this week. We started on Monday with God reminding us that he was calling us back to a place where he had good things planned for us. We considered our response to God's commands as an act of love on Tuesday. We talked about forgiving ourselves in response to God's forgiveness, and yesterday we considered how we behave towards each other in response to that love. Today, I want to take that in a slightly different look, and I want to look at another response to God's love, the courage to speak out on His behalf. It's amazing how brave love makes us. We probably wouldn't hesitate to defend or protect someone or something that we love. Think about the way we protect our kids. There is a primal urge there to make sure that they come to no harm. And our love for them will often put us in situations that may be dangerous. In much the same way, God the Father intervened in a way that was costly by giving us His Son so that He could bring us back to God. Driven by His love for us, God has continued to seek us out. Paul writes to Timothy that God didn't give us a cowardly spirit, but a spirit of power, love, and good judgment. And as believers, we have that spirit of God in us, that same spirit that gave Jesus the courage to go to the cross. Our response to the gracious love of God, then, is to be courageous. So why then aren't we? So many Christians are afraid to speak out about their faith, to tell of what God has done for them. 
How is that a response to what God has done for us? Hear the words of Paul. We do not need to be afraid. God has given us the power and love and good judgment that we need. So this weekend, I would encourage you to share your story with someone, knowing that we are doing it out of a response to the love that God has already shown us. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we read about Jesus' crucifixion. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, we read about the death of your son today. We ask, Lord, that his love becomes real to us. That his death holds meaning for us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings for the final time this week are taken from the God's Word translation. And we're reading Mark 15. Early in the morning, the chief priests immediately came to a decision with the leaders and experts of Moses' teachings. The whole Jewish council decided to tie Jesus up, lead him away, and hand him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Yes, I am, Jesus answered him. The chief priests were accusing him of many things, so Pilate asked him again, Don't you have an answer? Look how many accusations they're bringing against you. But Jesus no longer answered anything, so Pilate was surprised. 
At every Passover festival, Pilate would free one prisoner whom the people asked for. There was a man named Barabbas in prison. He was with some rebels who had committed murder during a riot. The crowd asked Pilate to do for them what he always did. Pilate answered them, Do you want me to free the king of the Jews for you? Pilate knew that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him because they were jealous. The chief priests stirred up the crowd so that Pilate would free Barabbas for them instead. Then Pilate again asked them, Then what should I do with the king of the Jews? Crucify him, they shouted back. Pilate said to them, Why? What has he done wrong? But they shouted even louder, Crucify him. Pilate wanted to satisfy the people, so he freed Barabbas for them, but he had Jesus whipped and handed over to be crucified. The soldiers led Jesus into the courtyard of the palace and called together the whole troop. They dressed him in purple, twisted some thorns into a crown and placed it on his head. Then they began to greet him. Long live the king of the Jews! They kept hitting him on the head with a stick, spitting on him, and kneeling in front of him with false humility. After the soldiers finished making fun of Jesus, they took off the purple cape and put his own clothes back on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. A man named Simon from the city of Cyrene was coming into Jerusalem from his home in the country. He was the father of Alexander and Rufus. As he was about to pass by, the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. They took Jesus to Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. They tried to give him wine mixed with a drug called myrrh, but he wouldn't take it. Next they crucified him. Then they divided his clothes amongst themselves by throwing dice to see what each one would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. There was a written notice of the accusation against him. It read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two criminals with him, one on his right and the other on his left. Those who passed by insulted him. They shook their heads and said, What a joke! You were going to tear down God's temple and build it again in three days. Come down from the cross and save yourself. The chief priests and the experts in Moses' teachings made fun of him amongst themselves in the same way. They said, He saved others, but he can't save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now, so that we may see and believe. Even those who were crucified with him were insulting him. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema shabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? When some of the people standing there heard him say that, he said, Look, listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran and soaked a sponge in vinegar. They put it on a stick and offered Jesus a drink. The man said, Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down. Then Jesus cried in a loud voice and died. The curtain in the temple was split in two from top to bottom. When the officer who stood facing Jesus saw how he gave up his spirit, he said, Certainly, this man was the Son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary from Magdala, Mary the mother of young James and Joseph, and Salome. They had followed him and supported him while he was in Galilee. Many other women who had come to Jerusalem with him were there too. It was Friday evening before the day of rest, a holy day, when Joseph arrived. He was from the city of Arimathea, 
and was an important member of the Jewish council. He too was waiting for God's kingdom. Joseph boldly went to Pilate's quarters to ask for the body of Jesus. Pilate wondered if Jesus had already died, so he summoned the officer to ask him if Jesus was in fact dead. When the officer had assured him that Jesus was dead, Pilate let Joseph have the corpse. Joseph had purchased some linen cloth. He took the body down from the cross and wrapped it in the cloth. Then he laid the body in a tomb, which had been cut out of rock, and he rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary from Magdala, and Mary the mother of Joseph, watched where Jesus was laid. We're going to have a second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for today. Before we pray, just remind us if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. Check the show notes for all the contact details there. There are links there. We'd love to hear from you. Let's pray, shall we? You are the father who welcomes home the prodigal who has wandered far. You are the father who prepares a meal when others would simply ignore. You are the Father whose love extends beyond our thoughts or minds. You are the Father who knows our hearts and yet loves us as we are. You are the Father whose word we trust, in whose presence we have no fear. You are the Father whose tender touch makes the wounded spirit whole. You are the Father whose only Son was born that he might die. 
You are the Father whose gracious love we celebrate today. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us, now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Thank you.